Cheers, Drew. Cheers, Brian. Wow, you look all kinds of cozy here this morning. I love that mug. It's so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're starting the sweater season early here. You're not not a purist. Well, you know, this is not a Christmas sweater. No, this you is more Nordic. It's a winter. But uh, but sweater. no no, I am starting it early. It's like to be to yeah. be fair, it's coming. It's happening. We got Thank, so many. You got so many now, right? Thanksgiving is so late this year. <laughs> I, we've already got the office decorated. We're making it happen. That's right. Flipping the switch. Fair enough. Um, speaking of, no, there's no good segue. I was trying to think of one. There is none. Brian has no idea what's in here. Yeah, we're going to do the, uh... Brian's booty. Ah, that's, that's <laughs> not what I want to call it. Brian's... Goulet Boutte was the other <laughs> name that we came got a lot of good rec like... We got a lot of good recommendations last time. <laughs> Our HR director was like, please no. Can you call it something else? <laughs> Either way, the whole thing where Drew pulls out some pens that I don't know from my own collection and, and we talk about them. So We're going to do that. Let's do that. So Brian, I have a theme today. Okay. Since uh, last week was uh, our big 10-year anniversary, Okay. I decided to choose some pens that were maybe uh, not right there ready to make the cut for your top 10, you know, most influential <laughs> pens of the last 10 years. Right, right there, not right there. What? But maybe on like the they, they opposite felt, end of they, the spectrum. They fell below the line. They I fell below the line. I see where you're going. They fell this. below the line. But I do remember some of these. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, some, uh, one of the very first pens I remember. I've not seen these ahead of this time. This one. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay. This is the Pelican script. Um, I see you pulled up a 2.0 version. The 1.0 was actually uh, one of the first pens that I ever bought. So I bought one order of like six different pens, like a Kuwaiko Classic Sport, a 1.0 Script, Lamy Joy, a Vista. Oh gosh, can't remember the others, but there were six pens. I remember that much. Maybe, maybe a Noodler's Creeper. No, this no? was before they existed. Oh wow. So this would have been 2009. Yeah, like summertime. Uh, and uh, the script was um, something that I'd seen people talk about online. Yeah. Not a lot of people talking about it these days. No. Um, we did carry them for a couple of years. And I bought one, I remember. They were not, they were not wildly popular. But it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Lamy Joy where it's like a stylus type pen. Yeah, you know, like it's, a calligraphy, it's a calligraphy pen. Yeah, like a dip pen taper. Yeah, it's just a regular pen with a long end that I guess is, is better for drawing in certain ways. I have ways. no idea. I don't know. It's just longer and less practical. It doesn't post <laughs> or anything, so can't really you know what use I, it as effectively. You know, I do like one thing about the pen. The uh, little hole right there in the uh -huh. feed it is uh, fun to fill. Yeah. You don't have to yeah, submerge it too much. It feels like further down. Yeah, so it's good. I mean, it's a good pen. It actually, it's 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 uh, stainless steel, but it's got a little bit of give to it. So it actually kind of bends and flexes a little bit. And that was kind of my first introduction to like, a, a nib that felt kind of soft because I wasn't buying gold nib pens right off the bat. And I and told so Rachel, I, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of nice. It feels different." Yeah. And I told Rachel my my picks today, and she said that you would ink some of these up and leave them inked, and then like tape like the color of the ink to the pen. Oh yeah, because I because I, I really I really liked these, and it was my first. Uh, you know, this and the Lamy Joy were my first. Uh, you know, italic stub nibs, whatever you want to call it. So, literally that I'd ever used in my life. So, it was. Um, it was kind of eye-opening for me, and I was like, I really dig this. So I bought like six different scripts, and I had a hard time remembering what ink was in what. So I would literally just like do a sticky note or a piece of paper and just like tape it to the barrel. It was really <laughs> ugly, but that's what worked for me. Fantastic. Okay, so next up, let's see. What do we got? Mm, I've got two and a bonus if we have time. Let's go with this one. Okay. Oh yeah! Oh, I I know you know this one. I do. I remember <clears throat> Super Five. Yep. 
That's a snap cap. Oh, I completely forgot about this pen. Uh, so this is a pen that came out of Germany. So they had ink and pens. Uh, and it's, it's one of the things that is now flashing back to me. It's all black. The grip is metal and the body is plastic. You don't see that often. No, and it and it looks exactly the same, but it feels super <laughs> off balance. Like it's, it's like it's very you. it's very front weighted, which is it's not necessarily a problem or anything. It just it kind of it kind of fools you because it looks like the whole thing is made of either metal or plastic. So did Super Five have a name for their pen model, or was it just the Super Five? I'm pretty sure it's just the Super Five. I think this was it. This was the only okay. pen. But the reason we liked it is because it had a like a 0.5 or a 0.6 millimeter stub. And they, they had different um, uh, accents. Like this one's a yellow one. Didn't they have different accents for different nib sizes? Yeah, they had a couple different, they had like a yellow and they had a slightly different yellow. If or you what, remember, it was like an orangey yellow. Was it per nib size or was it just like you could pick uh, I think you based could just, on color? I think you could just okay, okay. pick, but I'm failing to remember exactly. I don't remember. This was six or seven it years ago. It was a ago. while ago. It was a while ago. It was not super popular. Uh, so, but it was Super 5. But yeah, so we discontinued it. They did not have any um, U.S. representation, so we were buying direct from Germany. It wasn't super popular. It was, you know, by the time we had importing fees and all this stuff, it just didn't make sense for us to continue carrying it, and everyone's forgotten about it since, so. But maybe we are today. Maybe a resurgence. <laughs> Decent pens, though. They were in, like, all the right. $25 range. All right, here we okay. go. All right. What do we got? Oh, yeah! This is a good one. I like this one. This is the Pilot Fermo. Uh, which is technically it's a vanishing point, right? Yeah, they call it a vanishing point. point fermo. Fermo. Yeah, it's got the same nib unit as the vanishing point and the decimal, so you can swap them in between them all. Uh, but it is a, instead of a click retractable like the vanishing point and decimal, it is a twist retractable. So it's got the same mechanism inside there that you know has the little hood that that traps the mm -hmm. the nib and keeps it dry, and it's got the you know clip on the writing end of the pen, just like the, the other pens. It's just mm -hmm. slightly longer. Is it thinner? It's, it's about the about size of a decimal. Same. Okay. So it's like a decimal. So it's a little thinner than a vanishing but point. But heavier than a decimal. A little bit longer. Yeah, I think the decimal is made of aluminum instead of mm -hmm. brass. And yeah. I this don't remember, this one feels like It feels like brass. brass to me. Yeah, because you can really feel the difference. The decimal always feels really light to me. Yeah. Whenever I hold like, the decimal, I'm like, know it's surprising. Is. I don't know. Maybe that's the mechanism inside, though. Yeah, the twist is going to have a little bit more stuff in it. I honestly don't know what this is made of. It always confused me because we call the, the like, this is called the vanishing point decimo. The other one's, I mean, sorry, this is the deci the vanishing point fermo. The other mm -hmm. one's the vanishing point decimo, but the other vanishing point is just the vanishing point. Right? Uh, or is it technically yeah. the capless? Technically, it was the Namiki capless when it first came out. Okay. And then they branded it under the pilot, so it was, I don't know if it was the pilot capless for a while. But then it just kind of became the vanishing point, and I think the capitalist part just kind so of So it's like a self-titled album. Yeah. Okay. Of. Yeah. Fair and enough. that that one's kind of the one that everybody knows. Yeah. The, the and this point. one, this one, uh, do they still sell? Do they still make this? Yeah. They do. Okay. Yeah, they do. I think it's just not super popular here in the U.S. Um, it's it's much more expensive. I think it's around two forty. So it's like There's almost a big a, difference. It's almost a full hundred dollars more than the vanishing point. So you're so, paying a hundred dollars for the twist. Yeah, pretty much. And that is why it's no longer in our catalog. Yeah, we carried it for a while. We had a couple different colors, and I kept one because I wanted it for historical reference. Yeah, well, here we go. Justified. And folks folks didn't uh, see the appeal. I'm like Adrian Monk, you know, you'll thank me later. I don't know who that is, but thank you I'm later. I'm surprised. 
Yeah. Those who are Monk fans out there will know. Monk fans? Oh, the, the TV series. The TV show, yeah, oh, okay. Monk. I never knew his first name. Yeah, no. He would oh, always... He was oh, like Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, he was like obsessive compulsive. He would always say, you'll thank me later, even though nice. probably not. So <laughs> that's kind of my thing when Rachel's ever like, why do you need more PEMS? I'm like, you'll thank me later. <laughs> All right, we've got just another minute. All right, but let's sneak wanted, it in here. I want to throw you a bonus one because okay. this one I know is... These new. are not too bad. You're not really I, no, like no, no, no. I grilling me here. I was, no, I wasn't trying to grill you. I was trying to just, you know, do a little bit of flashback. But here's a happy flashback. Happy, oh, happy yeah. and sad. Oh, this is a sad flashback, Drew. Well, but it's a good pen. Oh, yes. This is the Omos Ojiva Alba. That it is. Uh, yes, this was This was really a great pen for us. Um, it, was, it was kind of a milestone for us as a company because we had never sold anything really above the Pilot Custom 823. We had sold a couple of... I think those platinum uh, tiger like Machia pens. Yeah, like the all the black dragon, ones. Dragon Machia, yeah. yeah. And those were kind of one-offs, but this was the first regular kind of pen that we carried. Mm -hmm. um, the folks at Kenro and at Omos really kind of stuck, stuck it out there for us um, because we had a timed exclusive on this pen through the holiday season of 2015, wow. I want to say it was. And uh, we had to commit to more of them than I thought we would sell, quite honestly. Uh, but... Everybody responded really well to them. They're great pens. You know, they've got that kind of, um, it's not a not a full celluloid, but it's it's cellulosic. So it's yeah, like it was that a like mixture cotton of resin, right? Yeah. So it has a bit of that celluloid kind of feel to it. The Omos nibs are amazing. And um, yeah, so that was kind of nice for us. And the, the colors were great too. Yeah. I love this teal color. That's a beautiful pen. Yeah, so it's a bit bittersweet because it was less than a year, I think, after this when Omos bit it. Yeah. And uh, kind of went away. But, but it was a big opportunity for us. Yeah, it was really nice for us to get in there and, and, you know, met some great people at the company there and had some relationships and, you know, got us to another level of pen. And then that actually that was kind of the stepping stone for us to start carrying Visconti. So, um, so, so folks, so are, pretty, pretty, yeah. uh, maybe not, you know, top 10 level, but maybe 11 or 12. Yeah, I think, you know? it, I think everything happens for a reason. And I think that part of the reason we were meant to get in with Omos before they went under was, uh, because it was meant to be a stepping stone. There we go. There we so. go. Positive memories. That's it. Positive memories. So there's your four for today. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. Nice I, th selection I think here. so. Yeah. I think so. Let us know what you think of these pens or anything else in the comments. Uh, grab your own cozy mug and uh, snuggle up with your <laughs> sweater friend here. <laughs> it's a good mug when you can put it on your face. The, indeed. Speaking of face, yeah, we've just kind of swapped faces here. I'm not going to have this long. This will be gone soon. But I couldn't, uh, I couldn't stand it. I have it for a reason, and you all will figure out why soon, but I'm not going to say... Yes. Anyway, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Thanks so much for watching, and right on.